Welcome everybody to the Depths of Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Danielle. This week, we welcome Sabrina onto the show. Sabrina is the founder of Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam, a movement in herbal wellness. She is a vaginal steam therapist, sensual arts guide, 200-hour Raja yoga teacher, and published writer committed to reviving the divine feminine womb to liberate, inspire, and remember the goddess. Her heart and divine purpose has recently expanded with the birth of her daughter. Her sacred works are yoni-centric and focus on healing deep wounds to release ecstatic bliss. She is a ceremonialist who shares the benefits of ancient women's medicine traditions through sacred ritual, temple dance, and nature therapy. In this episode, we explore so much and I was really impressed with how much we got in there because there is a lot to unpack with Yoni steaming and Yoni gems or Yoni eggs as you may have heard them called. We first of all go into Yoni steaming and the benefits around this and how to prepare your body, mind and spirit to steam. She talks about her favorite herbs to use at different phases. And I ask her questions around when is it safe to steam and when is it best to avoid. And I share my own personal story about my Yoni steaming journey after I gave birth to Araya. Sabrina just has a wealth of knowledge in this area and is so happy to share that with us. And it was wonderful to get in the conversation about yoni eggs, which she likes to call uh, yoni gems. I love that. And she talks about how to choose a crystal that is right for you and also which is ethical and well-sourced. This is a wonderful conversation that will definitely help you to get started on your steaming journey. So I really hope you enjoy it. You can find more information in the show notes about Sabrina and all of her offerings too. And in our Women's Circle membership, we will be holding a steaming circle in December. So where we will join, gather our herbs and sit in circle online and steam together. So if you're interested in joining our membership where we share weekly live gatherings, sometimes two a week, and in that we share tools for body literacy and practices to really come home to ourselves and nourish ourselves deeply. I really think it's important to understand our body and learn its language so that it's familiar and we can support it in the way that it needs and that's really just bringing ourselves into alignment with our body, mind and spirit. And we're learning together so there's always something new to bring into the circle and also you'll see familiar faces every time and if you can't make the lives then we record it we'll place it in the living library for you to find so if you're listening to this now i'm going to give you a really cool offer and reduce the price to 18 dollars per month for you from the usual uh, 49 dollars per month so if you go to the show notes you'll find that there and we would love to see you in there. If you're listening to this, you're just in time to join the membership for our part two of Pelvic Mapping, which will be held on Wednesday, which is the 16th of November. If you've missed this, you can grab the recording. But in this workshop, we are going to be looking at the anatomy of the vulva and doing visual and hands-on exploration and also getting our art materials out so that we can take a good look at our vulva and draw it and start to deepen our relationship with her. So I hope to see you there. Okay, let's take a moment to center ourselves in our heart space. Taking some deep breaths right in the center of the heart. And as you do this, notice that the front of the chest, the sides, and in between the shoulder blades start to expand and dance with the breath. Welcome in the inhale, letting the body melt on the exhale. 
and then sending the breath down to the womb space and just noticing how this space expands and melts as you breathe in and you breathe out. Thank you so much for being here just as you are. I hope that you enjoy this episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome everybody to the Depths of Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Danielle. This week we are joined by Sabrina. Welcome. It's so wonderful to have you here. Aloha. Thank you so much for having me. It is such a pleasure to be on a podcast for mothers as a new mother with so many downloads and expansions of myself and who I am and being able to face all parts of myself. Um, and Ayala is here with us, at least for part of this podcast <laughs> right now, giving her magic and energy into this incredible discussion. Yes, I love it. We've just had a full-on conversation about this before we started. And I just think it's amazing <laughs> that she's here, that you're here, that we're able to create this. So thank you. Before we get on, I would love for you to share with our listeners how you got to this point of doing the work that you do. As we're talking all about yoni steaming and eggs today, we're going to see how much we can get it in because it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we all have a life story. And though I'd love to share in depth, what I can share now that a lot of women might relate to is that in my early 20s, um, I was a rambunctious traveler and spent a lot of my time outside and intense. And um, I used to produce festivals going here and there. But the piece that I feel is relatable is that in my lifestyle, I would get chronic urinary tract infections. And I was this natural bamboo wearing hippie gypsy girl. And I still am, but just a little bit more evolved. Um, and here I am, you know, eating non-GMO and natural everything and taking antibiotics for chronic urinary tract infections. And they kept coming back and nothing ever really healed. It was just that it'd go away for a month or two and then pop in again in my life in the most inconvenient of times. <laughs> so um, I began to really seek out, um, you know, an alternatives because after a while of being told that I needed to take prescriptions or antibiotics or, you know, things that I knew deep inside my body were not healthy for my womb, I began to explore herbs and herbal medicine. And this is where a really beautiful juncture happened where um, my, I, my little sister, who was not into herbs or medicine at the time at all, got bitten by a tick. And she was told to take all of these antibiotics and prescription drugs. And I said to her, Ariel, go out, go to your local herb shop. Maybe they have some news for you. Maybe there's a different way. She went to this herb shop, got so inspired by the things that they told her that she quit her job and, and went to school to be a clinical herbalist. And so I feel that I opened her up into the world of natural medicine. And the gift she gave back to me was coming back with, hey, have you heard of this thing called yoni steaming? <laughs> it's going to help support you in clearing these chronic urinary tract infections. And so... I took the yoni steaming journey. And from that time on was really when I got to put aside, you know, everything that was told to me that I needed to take that was unnatural. And I started bringing that into women's circles that I was hosting at the time, full moon women's circles, howling at the moon circles. And uh, I started bringing in yoni steaming and women came to me and said, wow, actually I have so many cramps or I get... Um, you know, a lot of depression or these are the things that are happening with me. Do you think Yoni Seam can help? And I said, I don't know, but I'm going to find out. And that's what led me to become a vaginal seam therapist, um, which is, you know, my deep passion. And if you want to know what vaginal seam therapy means, it means using the ancient science of herbs with medicinal protocols for vaginal steaming 
to restore balance and vitality to our womb from everything from a challenging menstrual cycle all the way through your transitions to and through menopause, infections, cysts and fibroids, fertility, postpartum healing. Really, the answer is in the herbs. And we have these very effective protocols um, that we work with women with that, you know, of course, are tailored to your individual body type to what's going on with you, with everything from your diet to your lifestyle to your menstrual bleeding history. Mm. Oh my gosh. My body is full on tingling right now. I can feel your passion coming through. My womb is so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for sharing your journey and yeah, the power of it, the power of Yoni semen. So I would love to know the history. When did this begin? I'm pretty sure this is a very, very old practice, right? The beautiful thing about yoni steaming is that this is an ancient woman's medicine tradition mm-hmm. that can found with roots all over the world. So there is no one culture or no one woman that you know, started this practice. You can find it all over the world from Africa as a postpartum, um, a, a a, a postpartum, like traditional, like every woman must steam after giving birth, you know, to um, Central and South America, they called Bajos, where it's um, like the Cordondera, the medicine woman would administer the steam to support the healing um, all the way into East Asia. Um, you know, this is a medicinal practice that women have used. Why? Because we, at one time, were the shaman. We were the medicine women. We were the healers. We were the ones that went into the forest and spoke to the plants and received the downloads from the mother, received the downloads from Mother Earth. And she's the one that said to us, this plant, this plant heals cramps. You know, this plant relieves menstrual stagnation. This plant is, you know, to, um, you, you know, support your, to, to support your fertility. Like nature told that to the women and we brought it back to our families and communities. And it is ingrained in all of us, this ability to connect with the mother and nature, no matter how disconnected we might feel, no matter how high on a high rise we live. We all have that deep intuition to go into the forest, into the woods, into a park sit on the earth and listen and receive the messages that she has for us, that she's been holding for us for generations and generations. Wow. Yes. I love that. You know, all these benefits, it's not just physical. You touched on a lot of physical ones there, and you're also going into the emotional side, the spiritual side, and that deeper connection to ourselves and to, uh, and to receiving downloads. Sounds like it's uh, covering all areas of why we should be including this into our lives. I was trying to recall back when I did my first Yoni seam, and I can't actually remember. But after I was definitely doing it before I had my baby for like two years before, I would say. But I really connected to it deeply in my postpartum because that was the time when I was actually realizing, oh, I don't get much time to myself anymore. And this was my time with myself and I could use all of my senses and it was so healing for me. And I, well, we'll go into this a little bit later about um, timings and things like that, when we should include it. But I really do feel that that was the moment that I started to reconnect to plants again, because I had such a passion for it when I was younger and then it got lost. But then just sitting with myself in this time when I was so open and deeply healing and things coming up, not just physically, but, you know, these past traumas coming up to say hello because I was so open. And I really did feel held because I was doing this alone and we didn't have, we don't have any community around really or any family. So I did feel like because of that, even though there's a sadness in it, but I did feel that I was able to then merge with the plants and really firsthand experience what it means, what it means to have a relationship and to, to have an a plan as an ally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a really um, important aspect of yoni steaming on the collective level. Mm. Because 
women gather together, when we gather together in circle, like we used to do in the ancient times, whether we were the ancient peoples of Turtle Island that would gather in the Dream Lodge or the ancient peoples of um, Sumeria or Mesopotamia, where we'd gather together in the red tent. You know, there's there's a time historically that women come together to bleed as a group and as a community. And we do that to sit, to to share about our orgasms, to share about our problems, to release everything back into the earth from whence we came. And, you know, that is part of the healing ritual of yoni steaming, of coming together as women to restore that health and release that all the things that we've been carrying throughout the month from the from the blood to the um you know to the conversations that just get stuck to the trauma that's in our tissues of our womb that's causing us pain discomfort numbness right and you know this is a call this ritual is a call to get together as my baby like presses the the Tibetan healing bowl in the background. She's like, perfect timing. And, and also it is that time that we as women, as individuals get to carve out for ourselves, for our self-healing time. Mm. For, that, for that excuse, it's like we, as women, we love beauty rituals, right? But in yeah. modern times, become for many going to going out to do your nails and you know that you're going out to do your nails and going to the hairdresser so you know that's your time and everybody gets that right but what if you're not into that or what if you know that's just not in alignment with your values it's like well this is your self-care ritual mm. to hear and cleanse your womb right yes. to be with yourself and have more time to restore so you can come to your family and come to your community and come to your career with a full and overflowing womb cup. (laughs) I love that you say that. So I wonder if we can just segue on that way on that one and talk about how we can prepare for esteem. So mentally, physically, and also the preparation of the herbs and the water and how do we sit on this thing? (laughs) Like, what if we don't have a box? What can we do? Well, this is like my full pleasure space right now because there's a couple of aspects to this. One, you don't need to be in a sacred ceremony in order to steam. And I feel deeply that that's what stops many women from doing anything that is related to themselves, especially in like the spiritual or esoteric realm. Like, no, I need to have a ceremony. Everyone needs to be out of the house. I I need to bless everything. And, you know, Yes, we love that. (laughs) And there's, and I'm going to share about that part too, but I just want you to know if you're listening and you're automatically shutting down and turning off because you don't have the time for this. I have three kids. I work eight hours a day. There's just, this can't be in my reality right now. I'm just here to share with you. Yes. If you need to yoni sleep while working on the computer, and that is the absolute only way that you can do it, then goddess bless you, go do that because that's what you need to do, right? Get your self-care time in, right? But if you feel in, in, in any way that you have 15 minutes that you can call your mom in on the FaceTime to put with your child or your husband or your friend, or, you know, if you have 15 minutes that you can uh, a lot allocate to yourself, then you can begin by placing your herbs into a um, pot of water, right? And you can use uh, three quarters of a cup or a cup of herbs dried or fresh, right? And allow those herbs to infiltrate into the water and allow that um, the just without even turning it on. So you can do that in the beginning of the day, right? You can just start soaking your herbs so that they, their essence begins to open up. <laughs> and then you can begin when, you, when you're setting up your area. You got a musician, Barry. No, it's like my soundtrack over here. Then you're... Then you're Setting up your area, right? And um, you get to put out your yoga mat or you get to light your candles. You get to put your, you know, do your, um, 
you know, put your comfortable clothes on, right? And as you're doing this, you're setting an intention. You're setting an intention for your steam. Why do I want to steam right now? Well, why on the, on the emotional or spiritual aspect do I want to steam? Am I trying to let something go? Is there some, a conversation that's been running in my head? Or is there a deep trauma that I've talked about a thousand times that I just can't seem to get in my body? This is an embodiment ritual. And that's why it's nice to not do anything else while you're doing this, to receive that deep healing aspect of what the steam is offering, right? So you're, you're setting up your candles, you're putting out your mat, you're doing your things, and you put that heat on that flame on low and you cover the pot because you really want to build up the steam, right? So that you can have the steam for the practice. And maybe you're sitting while and writing in your journal. Um, a little bit about what you want to release, what you want to let go or what you're manifesting and calling in. Maybe it's a new moon and you're like, I am calling in prosperity and abundance or this new relationship or, you know, gifts and blessings that I don't even know about that I'm just going to open myself up to receive and be a magnet for. Or maybe I'm steaming on the full moon because I need to let that shit go. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, now, you know, your yoni steam is boiling, it's been boiling for, you know, you know, on a nice, slow, rolling, deep boil, not quick boil from the kettle, right? And you want it to like that heat to infuse in the entire pot, you're that witch at that cauldron, right? And you come over to your pot and you speak your intentions into the herbs because water holds frequency and vibration and our words, which are our spells, are the frequency and vibration. Right. So, so that is what we are creating in the spiritual space. Right. And then you want to sit over your pot of herbs. Now, if you don't have a yoni steam box, you can do the DIY way, which is with just a heat safe bowl, like maybe a little bit bigger than the size of your cereal bowl, or maybe the cereal bowl is all you have. You just want it to be ceramic or heat safe glass right? You pour your herb mixture into the bowl and you put it down on your yoga mat or a safe place because sometimes we spill, right? And then you bring your knees to either side of the bowl. But before you get down on the bowl, the most important part of this process, please listen and save this in your memory, is to test the steam because steam is hot and we don't want to burn our yoni. And you don't want that first time for your sacred ritual, like jumping off in like, you know, and, you know, it spills everywhere and it burns and it's like, you know, traumatic, right? Like so, key point test. You need to test the steam. And, you know, when you feel like it's safe, then you gently climb onto it. And that's how you can enjoy it because it's not the more pain, more gain here. This is supposed to just feel good and nourishing and warm. So um, then you wrap a blanket or you wear a long circle skirt and that keeps the heat in. And then you can just lean your, your head onto your bed, right? Like facing your bed or facing a couch and then just lean and relax. Or if you're super flexible, you can get into a child's pose, right? And this is how you steam without a steam sauna or a throne. And it is it is delectable and yummy. Ah, uh, wow! I'm feeling it. I'm here. You can see me. I'm breathing. I'm like, oh, this is so beautiful. And go into your meditative state. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. And I'm really glad you gave the point about, you know, we can get wrapped up so much in ceremony that we miss it because it seems so overwhelming. And it's a ceremony anyway. It can just look any different ways, right? And I was thinking to. After I gave birth, I couldn't do any positions. I couldn't get on my knees. I couldn't squat. Like I had, I, I tore. And the position for me that helped what I found where I could do it was um, I put a pan, a bowl in the toilet, one that I wouldn't cook with again, but I had it in the toilet and I used that as my seat. And at first I was like, am I really doing this in the toilet? And then I had to go past all these thoughts in my brain. You know what I mean? So I could actually be with it. And I realized that for so long, I'd got co so caught up in ceremony that I wasn't able to be with the thing that was arising. So the ceremony, I'm, let me say ceremony, the things that I was putting into my ceremony, the things that looked so beautiful, getting the candles ready, getting all this ready, 
because I didn't have the time, I had like, what, five or 10 minutes maximum? <laughs> because I didn't have that. I was then able to see, well, what was beyond all that beauty? And then I, I came back to me and I felt so deeply. And obviously, because it was a postpartum stage, everything was heightened. But it made me see things differently in, in regards to ceremony of how they are so beautiful and a beautiful expression. But they are that thing just to drop you into that moment so that you can stay there. And there is a way to do that if you don't have time. So I really appreciate you sharing all that and the process. I'll write all this up in the notes as well, like step by step. So it's easy for people to see. And I'm wondering if What's your perspective on steaming throughout your cycle? So if you've, so if you have received your bleed back, what do you think about steaming through different seasons of your cycle? Um, great question. And uh, before I share it, I wanted to complete, I forgot about completing the steam. You take Thanks. those herbs and you bring that outside and you give it back to nature. And that really completes your blessing. Right. So um, even if you live in an apartment, you can just put it in a, a jar and take it outside and, you know, give it back to the earth. Right. And so much more um, connected and respectful than dumping it somewhere. Right. Um, so as far as steaming with the seasons of our cycle. So this go this is a deep conversation because women are experiencing different cycles. Right. There are some women that have more of a stagnant, long cycle that is going, you know, 30 days and beyond. And they experience a lot of cramps and pain and dark brown blood and clotting and um, emotional challenges, right? Known as PMS. <laughs> but, um, you know, for that woman, steaming um, the week leading up to their menstrual cycle is the most valuable right? To have the most effective time because their body needs help releasing and letting go. But then there is the woman that is experiencing short cycles that's bleeding, that's super stressed out and bleeding every 22 to 24 days, you know, and they have a light blood. Their period lasts only a couple of days and, um, and it comes often. They might even be releasing blood during ovulation or after sex or you know, starting to um, spot, you know, even on day 19 or 20, they have a completely different protocol and completely different herbs. So this really is a, a intersection between science and medicine and, and, um, and trial and error also, right? So as a vaginal steam therapist, that's what we do. We evaluate your menstrual cycle and we see, okay, wow, she has a lot of excess heat going on. Um, she has some liver chi deficiency. We use some principles from Chinese, traditional Chinese medicine. Oh, okay, this is, you know, this is what's going on in her life. You know, she's a nurse. She's up for 24 hours at a time. She has to work through her entire menstrual cycle. It's wreaking havoc on her circadian rhythm and her ability to you know, be in her bleeding space. She needs something different, you know, than this other woman. So that is just like a little insight into how varied it can be. And that's a, a, just a complicated question to ask for. But yeah, if you're so many layers. Yeah. If you're seeming for ritual, if you're just like, I'm really desiring Yoni seem ritual to be on like a maintenance practice or just like to just connect with my womb through any of my life stages or phases then you um, you can time your steams with the phases of the moon. And it doesn't have to be full or um, new. You know, the quarter moon phases are all very equally powerful, the waxing and the waning cycles, right? Or you can yoni steam on a very important day of your life or your existence, right? Like your self-proclaimed time. Maybe you achieved something that you're very, you know, proud of, or maybe you're just about to birth a vision into the world, right? You're like just about to release this offline, you know, you're just about to, you know, or you're celebrating and you're going to make love tonight, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. these are all epic times to yoni steam. Mm -hmm. The only time really to not yoni steam is if you are actually bleeding. Mm -hmm. um, we do not steam while bleeding because we don't want to put anything up while things are coming down. And we don't want to steam if we have any active like wounds, like open wounds or open 
uh, infections. Mm -hmm. You know, that we don't, we stay away from that. And if we are struggling with BV or an STD or herpes breakout or HPV breakout or, um, or a yeast infection or urinary tract infection, there's very specific ways to use the herbs Mm -hmm. to support those conditions in um, coming back to balance in your body. Thank you so much for sharing that. It was a real great support for me when I started to have sex again, because I, I felt like I went through a traumatic experience and it really helped me, one, to reconnect to that space and two, to open, to receive. So I would do the steam just before I made love. And I found it was just such a beautiful pathway in. And it also, it let my partner know that I'm doing, I'm, I'm going through a process right now and this is important to me. And he could see that from the outside. So he was more gentle and more present with everything that was arising. And I wonder if you could touch on um, herbs to use in the postpartum phase and when would be the best time to start? Because I know you just said about, you know, if you have any open wounds, so if you have any tearing, you don't want to be going at that straight away. I think I was, I think I was two or three weeks um, postpartum when I started, if I can remember rightly. And it just felt right. You know, I didn't have everything. I was amazed by how much everything healed so quickly, to be honest, in general. I was like, oh, this is going to take forever. But, you know, after a week, 10 days, it was looking pretty good. And I felt personally like, okay, like I'm ready to sit down with this now. And I really did not only for the healing process, the deeper healing, but also I had hemorrhoids as well. And I found that that really helped because I was able to um work with them like I it was it was really painful actually postpartum the hemorrhoids were the worst and I was like oh what to do but then I realized after steaming everything opened up but then I was able to take a position where I was able to bring them back into my body (laughs) don't even know if I'm saying the right words here but it definitely I I really would say that that was the thing that helped me Mm -hmm. you know I after um after giving birth I had a home birth for with my daughter, um, natural, un, unmedicated, um, with no interventions. But my birth was a 48-hour process. My, my labor was a 48-hour process. The actual birth, once, uh, once every, everything energetically was cleared, you know, for me to feel comfortable to give birth, that happened fairly quickly. And, um, I was lucky enough to not have any rips or tears. I had a, my midwife was just an OG like woman that really supported and guided me in a um, really profound way. Um, but I was able to do my postpartum yoni steaming protocol, which I was very excited about because I had given it to so many women, you know, and um what the what the postpartum steaming does is works on so many levels. One, it helps you release excess lochia or water retention or and tissue that is still there from you know, that may still be there um, from after the birth. It also relieves the tension around the hemorrhoids and it gives comfort to the tears and to nicks or to you know, uncomfortable stretching, right? And it it also supports the uterus in lifting and rising back up into her natural pre-birth position. These are just a few of the incredible benefits of postpartum steaming. And it is also um, the only time that you can steam while bleeding, you know, not um, a profuse bleeding, but some of us, you know, are bleeding for a while afterwards. And so it's okay because that bleeding is just an excess like release. It's not um, a menstrual bleeding. And they say that if you see in postpartum, you know, consistently on this protocol within those first 40 days that you're going to speed up your recovery process by six months. And wow. uh, yeah, and I, um, I, I feel that I actually didn't even need to use any of the things that I bought. Like I bought the the squirter thing and like yeah. I really mad and like all of this stuff. I was like ready for the war and <laughs> I steamed and like I didn't even, they're still in the boxes. I'm like, maybe, yeah. maybe number 
Like, who knows? (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Some herbs that can be used um, are, um, the four came to my mind right away. And I have a postpartum healing Yoni Seam blend that I offer and sell called New Mama's Medicine. Um, And it is... um, mostly herbs from my own um, foraging and in upstate the Catskill Mountains of New York. And then my sister Flower Sipper Farm in Washington state that my spirit sister that um, grows herbs specifically for sacred lotus, specifically for, you know, womb healing herbs grown from the ground for our wombs, you know, very rare that you get to receive that. Um, But four herbs that come to mind right away are comfrey, plantain, marshmallow root and calendula flowers and you know the comfrey and the plantain are really about that swelling the inflammation the pain um, that you're experiencing they're very soothing herbs right and so they're going to support that discomfort that you feel after birth discomfort peeing discomfort you know um yeah with just like with that with that pain and inflammation um, and discomfort. And then there is marshmallow root, which is a mucilaginous herb. And the marshmallow root, it's a mucilaginous herb. And what that means is it brings moisture back into the yoni. So it supports mm-hmm. yoni, any dryness that you may feel or any chafing that may have happened or any stress that's going on from trying to poop or being afraid to pee and being like really contracted, right? Marshmallow root. Yeah. <laughs> in with that comforting marshmallow weed and like you know, supports mucous membranes and retaining mm-hmm. moisture and mm-hmm. calendula flowers so calendula flowers they're antiseptic antiviral antibacterial they're really really incredible for any like small infections that might want to rise like some women get yeast or urinary tract infections or some you know, women had some trauma around interventions and people putting dirty hospital gloves into their yoni and things like that, yeah. right? So, yeah. um, or they had the, um, um, you know, like catheters or whatever the, you know, whatever yeah. intervention that they had to, you know, suffer through for the whatever reasons, like calendula flowers really supports that aspect and they're also very soothing and comforting as well so mm-hmm. you know even if you just wanted to make your own yoni's postpartum yoni seam and be in your own herbal magic you know those four herbs would is a great blend for you mm, that's amazing yeah mm. marshmallow root has just been come into my life i've been working with it a lot recently really really connecting with it I hope that you're enjoying this week's episode. I'd like to take a moment to share a little bit about this week's sponsor, Evolving Humans. Evolving Humans teaches the most effective energy healing technique, which we can use to restore balance throughout our whole body. Personally, I have found this practice to be extremely simple and deeply transformative. When I mastered this technique, I was able to regain power over my life. I finally stopped running and distracting myself from my emotions. This technique teaches you to feel the energy in your body and be with it so it can be seen and loved and without any force or suppression. And from that space, it finds its own path which clears you of any unnecessary tension. Have you ever suffered with a chronic disease, injury, mental turbulence, heartache, depression, anxiety? I could go on and on. The question is, what do all of these expressions have in common? They create a sensation in your body which creates a discomfort or a pain. What do you usually do when you feel something like this? We are taught to do whatever it takes to remove the pain. Wouldn't you like to heal yourself without relying on an external source? Like I mentioned before, it's so simple. It takes no mental power to do this. You literally just have to feel. Evolving Humans are offering a 10% discount on their course, which will share everything you need to know. 
Visit evolveinhumans.com and use the code MOTHERHOOD22. And I'm going to put all the links in the show notes. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you for sharing that. Such great tips. What about if we just backtrack a little bit to pregnancy? (laughs) Can you steam during pregnancy? You cannot steam during pregnancy. There is no yoni steaming while pregnant. And the reason is because yoni steaming, the heat of the yoni steam opens up your cervix, right? And that's what makes it so effective to help you in releasing your period. Uh, because it's opening up the cervix so that things can flow on a much deeper, profound level. Mm. So therefore, we must have that cervix closed during pregnancy. So we can steam in a fertility protocol for those that are having challenges conceiving. And there's a lot of unexplained infertility um, diagnoses that's going around right now. Um, and, uh, the only steaming protocols that we have have very specific instructions for how to steam leading up to ovulation that, um, I do do some fertility counseling with women for, um, and, um, and I do feel that if you are on that path right now, before going into a, um, you know, medical intervention, um, this is a natural, time-honored remedy that you can try that has a possibility of being effective for you even when other things haven't been Mm, that's so simply put this and so you will support women families who are looking to conceive as well there's many different areas that you are supporting women that is um and i also work with um my sister in tandem, was a clinical herbalist now for, you know, almost six or seven years deeply in her practice. And so she looks at the, the full body, because as we know, nothing is just about the womb, <laughs> not just your arm, right? It's not just one thing. It's a holistic approach. So Maybe you're missing some supplements. Mm. Maybe your hormones have need to be tweaked a little bit. Maybe you just have an imbalance in your hormones. Maybe your womb is really needs a deep cleansing of excess blood and tissue that's been building up for 20 years of having a menstrual cycle. You know, so a lot of times there's simple answers to complicated problems mm. um, if we look at it from a holistic perspective. Mm, that's amazing thank you so much for doing this work you're awesome (laughs) i would love to get in a few questions about the eggs the yoni eggs if we have time just to share what is the history of these eggs where do they come from and what is the purpose of them Okay, we're here and hey, yeah, here we go. Let's go. Um, okay, so once again, the history of yoni eggs, and I like to call them yoni gems because I don't really feel connected to the whole frequency of an egg and right. in my body. And I know it's sexuality hmm. and the yeah. old, you know, pagan ways, but I don't know. It's I call them gems because that feels like connected. That's nice. I like that. Me, so, um. So the history of Yoni Gems is also another very um, hazy timeline because the deep history that I know and I'm acquainted with is the ancient Taoist practice of the jade egg that started in China around 5,000 years ago, they say now, with an emperor called the Yellow Emperor. That was his nickname, who was bringing in the Taoist principles into the kingdom who really saw sexuality as a pathway to God. And so what his intention was, was develop practices to connect sexuality and spirituality together. And it was three female um, courtesans that developed the jade egg practice to really enhance our sexual potency and our creativity and be able to project and magnetize that using the power of the healing power, the frequency of the crystal within our body. 
to not only be um, working on the physical aspects of creating a flexible and supple and firm, you know, yoni and pelvic floor and um, and like muscular area muscles that are inside of our body that by the way, woman, if you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm I'm over 40 and I have no more libido or I'm just dry or like I just don't get sexual anymore or or I've never had an orgasm that's not for me. It's like actually we have this intricate um series of muscles and acupressure points that are inside of our yoni just like we have them in our face and on our hands and on our feet and these acupressure points lead to different organs in the body and so it's really a holistic thing where um, are, you know, right at the temple gates of our yoni. There's our kidney pressure points, okay, our kidney acupressure points. Now, if you know anything about um, what organs mean, the kidneys and the bladder, they're intricately connected. They're the water flow of our body, right? They're, they're a water element and they hold our fear, our deepest fears and our security. So if we're you know, have a root chakra imbalance or if like we don't know if we belong or where our tribe is or had a very unstable childhood or we have a lot of fears going on in our life right now, that directly affects the kidneys and that directly affects the flow of water in our body. And that is our libido and our juiciness. So when a um, lingam is trying to enter your yoni, and you have all of this going on, you're shut down, you're contracted, and you're and it it's either pain or numb that you're that's going on for you, then your sexual experience is not going to reflect what you desire because your body isn't there. So this is a deep healing practice. When you're using this yoni egg and you're working with these acupressure points, you're opening up the meridians, you're opening up the channels. And what's happening is a yeah. deep flood of memories is coming into your field. And this is why you need to have your own time for this too. Because all of a yeah. sudden you remember when you were 16 and that person said that thing to you. And yeah. then on you decided that that's how you were. And you're living into this story even to this day. Yeah. And it, or, you know, something happened that you couldn't control. Perhaps you were raped or you or, you know, you chose to have an abortion and you regret that or, you know, you are a magnet for unhealthy relationships. That's mm -hmm. all right there. Yeah. But when you're working with the frequency of a crystal and you're working with your acupressure point all the way up your vaginal canal from your G-spot to your mm -hmm. cervix, you know, which is like your heart and your, you know, your liver where you store your anger. I mean, this is a deep trauma release practice. This is not mm -hmm. Kegel. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yes. Other level. And so yes. when you're working in the way of the Tao, which is how um how I was formally trained, there's breath work, there is ritual, there's ceremony, there's 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 things that you're doing that aren't just sticking something somewhere and hitting for thoughts or like doing some like you know. Yeah. contractions here you know oh, this yeah. is a deep somatic embodiment ritual that brings up what is going on with you and you get to face it so that you can actually release it from your body and restore freedom in your body and open yourself up to the bliss and pleasure that you either know you deserve or wish that you had or just want to continue more of <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you so much for sharing that the first time that I tried one I didn't have any guidance so I just want to say I hope that everyone who is thinking of using these um I want to say yoni eggs but now I want to say yoni gems <laughs> anyone who's thinking of using it listens to this to start to create this uh, ceremony for themselves because when I first did it I was actually on a Yoni, uh, Yoni Shakti teacher training. It was like 10 years ago. And I was staying in um, a hostel. So I was on bunk beds and I got one of these eggs and they're not really explained what to do at all. Just mainly like a beautiful story around it, but not really how what you just explained. 
And so I'm in this um, hostel, sharing this room with men. Everyone was men in bunk beds. I had the the uh, blanket thing around, a sheet around, curtain, whatever it's called. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. So I put it in before I went to sleep. And it was an obsidian. And my dreams that night were insane. Like literally, wow, so wild. And at this point, I hadn't even done any work in the dream world. So I didn't even have a clue what was happening. And then the next day, I went to take it out and I couldn't get it out. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm going to have to go to the hospital or something. And so I go to the shower and I squat and I'm like, it's not coming out. And I, that, I actually taught myself how to release because there was a fear. And I was like, I'm either going to have to go to the hospital soon or I'm going to have to look at what my body's doing when I breathe and what happens if I contract this point or that point. And it was a massive learning curve for me. And then I went down the path of like, okay, so what do I actually need to do here? And I just wanted to share that story, not to scare people, but to say there is a way <laughs> to get it out, which Sabrina's going to share now, hopefully. So mine didn't have a string, by the way. I know there is ones with little strings that you can have. But what are your top tips for releasing the gem from your yoni? Mm-hmm. Well, it's beautiful that you share that story because that's many women's experience and that's mm-hmm. many women's first experience. But um, uh, I've heard many stories over the years um, and uh, that scares a lot of women off. And uh, um, the first thing that I want to share with you is the yoni gem can never get stuck inside of your body because we have a cervix that is closed and it can never go past your cervix. So that is the good news. and the um, second part of this conversation is exactly what you shared. It's about releasing. So many women feel that the backwards information that we've received is that a yoni egg is supposed to make you tighter. And that's actually what men or uh, partners supposedly want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what the yoni gem is really um, valuable for and really effective for and um, is teaching us how to release, teaching us how to surrender teaching us how to receive and let go all of those feminine aspects of ourself and of our being that we shut down, put away and hide because we have to be super moms and pay rent or live in a masculine world that, you know, takes advantage of, fe- of soft femininity, right? And um, those are the parts of us that don't get to shine and flows and um, be expressed. And that is what the Yoni gem is bringing back to us, you know, with our full presence is that how do I release? How do I let go? How do I open myself up deeper and deeper to receive, whether it's an orgasm or my partner or myself or um, my worthiness? And so, hmm, yeah. So if you've been wanting that in your life, I I hear you and you're not alone. You know, many of us are walking this path on many different um, levels, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I mean, physically, if you have that yoni gem stuck inside of you, the thing that you need to do is relax Mm -hmm. and let go and Mm -hmm. trust yourself, trust your body. Trust the divine wisdom and timing of the crystal, because Mm -hmm. if it's there, then there's something that you need to work out that it, you know, bringing to your presence. Yeah. And, you know, if all else fails, you just go to sleep and wake up in the morning and go have a pee and it will come out. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I was like, if you go for a poop, it's definitely going to come out. (laughs) you don't want to pee or poop on your hand, what you can do is take a little baby strainer and you can just use a strainer and, you know, then afterwards you cleanse your gem. You never boil them. That is a Mm. false representation. There's so much out there, by the way, false Mm. misrepresentations. And that's one of the reasons that I have my Yoni Gem mentorship and teacher training, Mm, which will actually um, launch again in January of 2023. And it is a mentorship for women that either don't have a practice or want to deepen their practice and really desire to have that actual guidance in the ritual and ceremony of the ancient Mm -hmm. traditions to be able to channel that wisdom and 
you know, learn from an informed perspective in a safe container with sisterhood. And it's a teacher training also for the women that are facilitators, healers, coaches, um, you know, medicine women that want to integrate this in their healing modality to share with their clients and community and would like that formal training because yoni work is deep healing trauma work. It is deep earth healing womb, you know, magic. And you can't go in there and mess with someone's yoni <laughs> and not know who holds space for them. Right. Oh, my and, God. I'm so know, glad that you're doing that. To figure it out or just, you know, so, um, yeah, it's so was- easy. It's so easy to go on Google. It's so easy to buy these things from, I'm not going to name any names, but you can just buy them. And they'll be at your door tomorrow or today. And so I feel like what you're doing is incredible because to, so first of all, you have what you're going to be using, you have your tools, but then you have these inner tools that you need to take you on your journey. And also because the things will come up, I think it's incredible that you have that space where people will be communicating and sharing their own stories and people will be growing from that as well. Thank you. I want to say that. Wow. And also Uh, subtle warning, um, buying a Yoni gem crystal on Etsy for a cheaper price doesn't mean you're actually getting the crystal, especially a jade. There's a lot of imposter jade out there. There's a lot of fake crystals, a lot of dyed crystals. A lot of, you know, it's a trend. So just think about it like that. You know, when you go on there, um, you know, I I offer really ethical and sustainable crystals um, that are all sourced from mines that don't have children digging holes. But, you know, you don't have to find a crystal with me. You just need to really do your research Mm -hmm. and say, am I buying an authentic jade um, yoni egg right now? You know, if there's a set of three for 20 bucks, and it's probably not, you know, right, right. like that. Consider wow. such a good point, actually, because of things being so accessible and the image of what you need to be spiritual and all these things that come forward. Do we have a clue where they came from? Because as you get deeper, you realize that everything has its own vibration. And wherever that came from, it's carrying that story to you to be told. There's a lot of outsourced mines, especially in Madagascar, the Rose Quartz Mines in Madagascar. If you ever saw a picture, your heart would hurt for the earth, how she's been dug up, you know? Really? So wow. the, where are you, how you're investing in what you're buying, as we know, your dollar is your voice always, you know, is what support in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Thank you for saying that. I'm so glad we got to that point in this conversation because it can be easily missed as we talk about all these beautiful things, but really the source of it is so important. Thank you. Is there anything else that you want to add? Because I don't want to take you away from your daughter for too long. I'm so grateful for you being here with us. And we have covered a lot and it's been incredible. The only thing I'd I'd like to close this incredible and dynamic conversation with, and thank you all for who are listening, is that um, my 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 mantra right now is: if you can dream it, you can do it. Mm. And it's just so powerful because we all must keep remembering who we are. We are the divine imprint of the goddess, living representations on earth. We are all the creatrixes of our realities. And even if we feel powerless in our circumstances and situations, the one place that we can always restore power is how we feel about our circumstances, how we feel about our, our situations, and to separate ourselves from the emotional roller coaster so that we can have sovereignty over our emotions and our bodies. And that is how we keep our vitality and health. And so if you desire to find me anywhere, um, you can find me on all of the platforms as Sacred Lotus Yoni Steam. And um, you can send me a DM or an email if you have any questions about vaginal steaming or yoni eggs or if these practices are right for you or if any way that um, you can incorporate these sacred healing rituals into your um, into your everyday life, and you can look out for my Yoni Gem mentorship and teacher training coming this January 2023, 
And in the show notes, there will be a discount to my Yoni boutique as a thank you for um, being here and being present. So you can take yourself on a self-care um, shopping trip if, if you feel called to experiment with anything that we have um, spoken about today. So thank you so much for having me here. Um, truly grateful to be able to um, connect with this community of beautiful mothers and women. Mama Ru